what to write about. Trying to figure out what it's all about. Excellentialist. Am I worth anything or just Sounds great. Sounds watch without sign of WNHHLP 103.5 FM New Haven. Myself Prestige with my partner in crime, Long Island Raised, Elm City May, E Z Blues. This is in the building, Easy Blues. You are better with introductions more than me. Who do we have with us today on Behind the Brand? Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go into that Wayback Machine. We are going into that Doctor Who-like telephone booth, and we're going to travel. We're going to travel to the before times. We're going to travel to the, the year of the 19, the year of the 19, 2019, before it all went away, having conversations on this device they call a phone and actually speaking with people, going out and going to say like the three sheets and running into the amazing Mark Lyon and talking about music and the people that inspire us to move forward and grow with. And then of course we run into say Paul Brian Hudson. And he also says, we've got some incredible things. And this was the first time I'd heard the name Finn at the time, Wiggins Henry. Mm -hmm. I knew that this was someone that we needed to pay attention to. Because when two phenomenal musicians and entities like Mark Lyon and Paul Bryant Hudson tell you there's someone to watch, you pay attention. Now we'll go a little bit ahead after the lockage of down. There on the stage of the State House, dim lights, no projection in the background. There's a, there's a keyboard. Playing that keyboard is this amazing artist that is pouring heart and soul into a moment. Understanding that that moment of reality was what everyone needed. Had the ability to run from that moment, but decided to stand strong in it, embrace it, engulf it, and project it through the prism of their heart out into the entire audience. That was a day that I knew this was a person I needed to connect with, I needed to link with, and I just needed to actually get to know on a human level. From knowing that person on a human level, I've seen them performance after performance, slay, captivate, and hold us together. She grieves, we grieve. She hurts, we hurt. She heals as we all heal together. And that is what true art is. I want you to put your hands together, not if you're driving. If you're driving, please keep your hands at 10 and two. We don't need any accidents, although she could probably heal you if you could get into that accident. I want you to put your hands together or your heart hands together in like a prayer form for the amazing Finn the Scientist. Welcome, Benvenue. How are you? <laughs> I am good. I'm good. Like, just like, wow, that introduction Ooh. one. And like, like, I just feel very loved already because like, I didn't even realize too, like, I look up to Paul Brian Hudson and Mark Lyon is like one of my besties. And literally I will fan out every time I hear Mark Lyon play. Like this dude is just a badass on everything. Like I just, I like, you, you can't help but to be mesmerized. So like that, that warmed my heart to hear people of their caliber, like talking about me in that way and hearing you like say things like, thank you. <laughs> Oh, well, one, I'm, I, I, I am merely a penguin, so we don't worry about me. I am merely a penguin. But no, it, 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 it is very true. And, and the other thing we are going to say, remember, we are terrestrial radio. So um, we got to swing it back a little bit. We got a little bit too relaxed and a lot of bit too much fun. 
But understand, like, it's so true when these incredible musicians who are also incredibly human beings and are willing to take that time and that moment for no other reason than they just want to talk to you as a human. Um, mm-hmm. and, and and when they, they come out and, and hear, you know, I, I to, to the, the very day, the first time, you know, uh, Mark had promoted something from like Shane Penguin, I, w- I was blown away. I was like, dude, you, you never had to do that. Like I listened to, you know, uh, his riffs on uh, Mr. Council's record almost weekly. You know, it's one of my favorite records of all time. You know, Mark Lyon is one of the reasons why I moved to New Haven, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and from that experience, it's so true. And and you are a perfect example of that because mm-hmm. you came into this spot and became, you know, understood that you show up to these places, you do what you need to do, you play the part you're supposed to play. But every time you stepped up there, like I said in the intro, you've knocked it out of the park. Um, and you're truly genuine. That's something that in this industry is very difficult to find everywhere but New Haven. Something about the New Haven scene is like, right. bring your weird and we're going <laughs> to hang out with it. Literally. <laughs> so like, what do you think? Yeah. What do you think that is? Like, why do you think that is in New Haven? Like, why mm-hmm. that? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Honestly, I think we are some very woke and highly educated folk as a whole like community across it does not matter if you got it you know through field experience or through um educational experiences like i think we truly truly are an intellectual like community when it comes to compassion when it comes to understanding each other when it comes to holding each other it's like now we we want to do this we want to learn how to do this and do it better for ourselves for each other and welcome people into that space and allow people to like just grow I don't know if that makes sense like I see it as just like like to me I can I can find and I'm a very non-religious person like at this point in my life but Mm -hmm. When I was like really looking at theology and Christianity, there were a group of friends that I can go to about that one. I was really like diving into my queer self and understanding that there were a group of folks that I can go to. And it was because we it was because like I think we're able to kind of coexist together in so many ways. And we push each other to make sure we understand each other's perspectives. I think that's the biggest thing is like yes, we are going to hold you and we are going to accept you and we're never going to shame you. At least in my my friend groups, you're never going to shame you, but we're going to allow you to exist and we're going to allow you to question yourself and you know question the things around you and we're going to experience that with you. We're going to have the answers for you. If we don't have the answers, we're going to find it w- with each other. And I see that when we're protesting in the streets, like that is us calling folks out and saying, no, we see this problem and we're going to fight for a solution. That's in my head. I'm seeing that. And when there are folks that, you know, it just doesn't matter. I think we are just ready to do that. You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. No, it, it's, it's very interesting too, because you, um, some people even look at it as it, it seems this interplay of that dynamic of Yale versus not versus, but Yale living with New Haven. Um, mm-hmm. And you have yeah. the creative aspect in there, which comes with the education. It also comes from whether it be a, a you know a paper yeah. education or or, or a um, a life experience education. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have the creatives that kind of dance in that aspect, and it is that give and take 
that helps provide that that moment. You know, I've I've been blessed enough to sit at a whole bunch of different tables. Um, yeah. I understand that the, the the way that I look allows me to go a little bit further than some other people. Um, mm -hmm. So I, when I'm doing that, though, I'm bringing other people to the table because exactly. when I had nothing, it was every other community that right. made sure I ate. You know, mm -hmm. when I went down with 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 uh, with uh, surgery on my back, it was the musician community that fed me. Wow. Yeah. You know, um, you know, when when I'm having a rough time and, you know, or something happens, Chesky will text me. You know, Mark Lyon will, will, will text me because we actually care about each other. Um, and that is such a beautiful thing. And it's something I really want to highlight with New Haven. You know, I, I was blessed enough. To, to work at the state house and deal with a whole bunch of different aspects, but also got to make some incredible connections. I think, you know, mm -hmm. I, I like to consider you, we're almost at the dear friends aspect of it. We're also two extremely busy, <laughs> uh, busy people, but you know, we'll, we'll, we'll have a moment to hang out and to chill, but you got to be part of, to see the, this, I don't know, I guess it was New Haven really at its peak of just pure and yeah. rawness and the last jam of the state house. Yeah. You were there, you performed with it, you got to sit and watch the amazing Stout take a grunge classic and bring us through the most incredible, all-inclusive church service that you're ever going to be. Your soul cried and you and, and you were broken. And now that's actually out on all streaming platforms, so feel free to look that up at Stout, S-T-O-U-T. Uh, smells like Teen Spirit. Um, but really, what was it like to be in that moment as a creative and to deal with that bittersweetness? Because here, this amazing safe place was closing down, but we were celebrating it. We weren't grieving it. Mm -hmm. It was okay. I want to say it was weird because not weird in a bad way. But I remember like just even leading like leading up to that moment, I it was hard. And so. Like, I think there was some talk about it, um, and I hope it's okay to say that, but, like, I think there was just some talk about it prior to it being public. And mm -hmm. so I remember I was in L.A. at the time. Like, I was living in L.A., and I was like, damn. I Oh, I apologize. But I was, you know, um, I was like, wow, I, I might not be able to experience the state house before it goes. And so that was a feeling that I was already, like, having in, like, in me. Um, mm -hmm. And it made me yearn just for, for more time and space in the state house and so getting there and like one just being able to experience it um like I just happened to move back in time <laughs> and I was like oh my gosh yes um and so like it was just it was it was so many feelings because what I didn't want it to go I've been like living with the anxiety of like oh my god this this day is going to come mm -hmm. and you're getting there and then you're I'm thinking about all of the moments that like State and Slate and Carlos have opened their doors to me mm -hmm. as an artist who had no body, like who knew them. I, I had no one who like knew my name, <laughs> you know, things like that. And I just walked in and honestly, the first time I first time I got I went to the State House, it was um it was um I the let loose at the time. I'm they're called okay mm. company now it yep. was okay company and it was fat astronaut like that i literally 
knew nobody. I literally mm-hmm. was in my car. I promise you, like, this is how my life changed. Cause I was in my car. I put in my GPS, New Haven. I was a Bridgeport kid. I was at UConn at the time. And I was just like, I'm over UConn and I'm over Bridgeport. I got to go find something. So I typed in my phone, New Haven, Connecticut, and came here in that way. Um, and so like, then I went to State House, not the State House, Stella Blues was the first place I went to in the mm-hmm. Cafe Nine. And then I met Josh, who then invited me to the State House. And I, I was like, okay, so there's this night that happened. Um, and so basically, it was just like, that was like my my biggest memory, like being at the jam and holding that first memory of like, wow, this is literally like where my my birth happened, my birth of community, my birth of friends. Like, if I never like took that chance to like come to New Haven, I would have never met Josh. I would have never met mm-hmm. such and like, such and such. And I would have never met Mark. Like I met Mark through Josh because they were performing under okay company. Um, it's just moments like that, like it came full circle. And so I was sitting there and I was like dealing with death almost, death and life, like mm-hmm. dealing with that. And so this dichotomy, and then you have the, these amazing people, these amazing community members that I've met through the state house all there at once. And then you have Paul singing and then you have Stout singing. And I look up to Stout like so much. I actually saw her in LA. Like mm-hmm. it was, um, it was hilarious because my boss texted me that night. I was supposed to see Glasper. It was um, Grammy weekend. And mm-hmm. I like, so I was doing a whole bunch of like Grammy events with my um, boss and colleagues and stuff. Yeah. And they were like, yo, there's this Glasper thing. And I was like, I'm sorry, sir. The Stout is performing in the city. <laughs> and I got to go see this. Like, mm-hmm. and it was because, like, it was that raw, authentic, like, energy. And so, like, right. it just, it felt like, in that moment, like, I was just so overwhelmed with feeling. And to watch people perform, to watch the people I look up to, like, say goodbye to a space, say hello to, like, to you know, familiar faces to new friends and say hello to new beginnings. It was like, it was just overwhelmingly beautiful. I don't know how to explain it. And it was also overwhelmingly sad. Like, I know you're not supposed to grieve a place sometimes because that happens, materialistic things, Mm -hmm. they go. But it was still like, no, this is the spot that made everyone feel safe, that branched new communities, new trees to life. Like, there, there's so this is like sacred land almost you know mm-hmm. like for creative so like that's yep. that was all that was going in my head <laughs> that night like, right yeah no it, it was it, it was such an incredible experience and it was every single one of those things you know it yeah. was it was a closing chapter and an opening chapter it, it was you know you you sit at that that moment and the most incredible part about it was it was just 100 percent real and organic um, that was something that that you know this community is is very huge on, um, and it comes from every single aspect of it. You know, the hip hop community is just as powerful as the punk rock community. Is ju- you know nothing's as powerful as the jam band community. I don't know they all have millions and millions of dollars, and we just want some of their money, and that's fine. But like you know, the other aspects of music that's out there, um, you know, every scene can be represented, and. There's also these incredible weaving through it. You know, the fact that, you know, uh, at one point, Mark Lyon was, you know, a guitarist for uh, Zenesis, as well as Fat Astronaut, as well oh as Mr. Goodness. Council. 
right? Um, you know, these are different doors and also exposing to different bills, you know, exposing, mm -hmm. you know, on a fat astronaut bill, you'd see like a progressive metal band playing. Um, mm -hmm. But because they all knew each other and it was just like, just about the music and the moment, it's absolutely yeah. incredible. And that's something that is not celebrated, I think, enough about New Haven. Um, it's conversations that we've had with some of the, the higher ups in, in the city, in the city offices. Um, and, you know, we get I, get I get patted on the head and I get a little Scooby snack and they send me on my way. Um, but right. it's a conversation that I'm going to continue to have over and over again because it is that important. Mm -hmm. You know, it is super important also to know that this industry isn't just about the performance aspect. This industry, this isn't about, you know, a streaming aspect. There's other ways and avenues to survive and to live in this industry and be financially mm -hmm. supported by this industry. You talked about, you know, you were working with, you know, in L.A., um, dealing with Grammy week and, you know, having to go around with your bosses and stuff. What is it like taking that step and being a creative, but also being a creative that can work and have their creativity in a field? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was, um, Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, um, it was a, it was a positive experience. I think, it was a learning experience as well. Um, for me, I am proud of the fact that I'm like being a creative that's like living off of their art in a way. Um, right now, like it's just really pushing that as a career. Like, how do I make this financially sustainable for myself? Um, and like the one thing that I realized in LA is, you know, I don't know, like, so it's hard to explain. Like to me, like we said, New Haven gives you that that access to vulnerability like it's not just about the performance um right. it's literally like you know bringing your heart to the stage um and just bringing your authentic self and I say yes to all of those things in LA but I do think that there's more emphasis on the the performance part and so like for me it was finding my own personal balance between being that creative and staying true and saying okay I'm, I have to show up today and top line two songs, right? Like I have to write these lyrics mm -hmm. and melodies based on any subject that they give me. Um, and it, I can have an off day. And so yep. how do I still either show up or be strong enough to say I can't show up? And mm -hmm. I think that was like, that was the toughest lesson in LA that I've, I had to learn. And I think even bringing it back home, like, I think I really learned just to speak up for myself in situations and to be even more authentic and say, okay, I could write, you know, about the subject and doing, and I can do all of these things. But right now that's not true to me. And that's, that's okay. I'm okay with that. You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> like if I lose the contract, you know, you might have to talk to my team, <laughs> you know, but at some point it's like, okay, what, what is my foundational pieces that I cannot I cannot move. I cannot push. You cannot waver. And then what are the things that I can, you know, compromise on? And I do believe life is a transaction naturally. And mm -hmm. like, so these are just all the lessons that I learned there. It was just being without my community. How do I survive? And how do I look at life and still be authentic to myself, but show up in a way that like, it makes me a successful human being in this life right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it, it's super interesting because that is, that is, by far like one one of the most uh authentic things about trying to figure out how to how to be a creative you know 
and and not starve. Right. <laughs> you know, and, and it, it's funny because because last month we had uh, Chesky on the show and, and he was talking about um, the co-defendant's record and how for the first time in his career, he worked with a producer that he was like, OK, with taking your sound a little bit more towards the pop sound to it, because Fat Mike told him, how many people do you want to reach with this message? You know, mm-hmm. you can still say A, B, C, and D, but if you say it this way, mm-hmm. it's gonna it, it's gonna come uh, more forth, um, and that's why you know not to float our own boat, but that's why shows like this are important, you know, so that other creatives can be coming up and listening to this and knowing that right. their neighbor, that you know, their neighbor Finn, who was awesome, oh my gosh, we're also create creating all this stuff and does this incredible music, and mm-hmm. I know this person, this person's tangible, this person mm-hmm. isn't living, you know, in a mansion you know, or donating millions of dollars to an actor's strike, you know, right. because, you know, they, they're not an idea, they're a human. Um, and that's one of the And these why- people are on WNHHLP 103.5 FM New Haven, myself, Prestige, and my partner in crime, Long Island Rays, Elm City Made, EZ Blues is in the building. We got Finn, the scientist, with us on Behind the Brand. Go ahead, EZ. So you're so smooth. You're so smooth. Smooth, smooth like silk. Smooth like no, it's not about me. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. But and you know, I gotta give flowers to smooth like Appreciate silk. You. Cut, cut right through there. Yeah. It was it was dope. Um, you know, it's incredible to to sit there and, and to understand. And they're also like for, for a person like me, I love those moments of how do I stay inspired? How do I do this? You know, if I have a challenge to do, I'm going to do it because I, I love to find the cheat codes, you know, exactly. and, and I, I I read a lot of um, like uh, Questlove has the the book about creation. Um, and he talks about oh yeah no it's really good. You know it's like um, I know something that like some some hip hop artists will do is they'll take their mm-hmm. favorite verse and they'll write their favorite verse from their favorite artist and then try to change the perspective and create it that mm-hmm. way. I know that um, you know there are also people Questlove was talking about going to a book and just picking a random page and pointing to That's a to, to a line. Um, yeah, you know, and, and that was like something off that line. Yeah. yeah, there were just a few books. I think um my boss had in his studio like just like a book of poetry, um and then there was um there was the 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 Quincy Jones new book out. And there mm-hmm. were like a few different books, and so I remember like when I needed a spark of creativity, I would literally open one of those books and just start mm-hmm. reading. And I think there was like Joni Mitchell lyrics or something that I started to read and like that sparked something in me. And I think that day was my most creative day because I like actually allowed myself to create based on life itself. Like I'm reading Mm -hmm. something someone else already created and I'm being inspired by it. And I'm not taking, like, it was literally just a word and saying, okay, this is, this was her subject, but this is where I want to go with it. This is what Mm -hmm. I'm seeing. This is what I'm visualizing. Like you said, you know, and making it your own. And and to be honest, it's one of the things that, that I truly, truly love Mm-hmm. especially like about about hip-hop and hip-hop culture in particular and I know I'm always going to jump back to that aspect yeah. but especially like in the early stages of it in the early stages of it in pop music where you had those answer back songs where you had mm-hmm. you know that dude rapping about that 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 girl and that girl mm-hmm. and returning you know rapping about that dude and you know and, and it became these incredible conversations and it mm-hmm. adds so much more to the fuller story right. um, something that we really love to talk about on the show is that fuller story story and you know new haven is incredible for that because there is so much history there is so much fuller story that you could walk into and not realize and not realize Mm -hmm. that you know that that bearded 
handsome devil known as Mark Lyon opened up for <laughs> The Roots last year at college. That was a fire-ass show. Yes, oh. it was. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, guys, I, I'm going to watch myself. Donkey. It was the fire donkey show. Uh, yeah, no, it wasn't a fire donkey show. That's a whole nother show. Ah, <laughs> or the show was fire. The show was fire in general. You know, <laughs> we all know everyone's entertained. <laughs> Thank you, Preston. Of course. Uh, Preston, uh, you're, you got, do you watch Key and Phil? I do watch Key and Phil. Yeah. Okay. Do you remember when Obama had the translator, him and his wife? I do. I feel like this was that moment. It's just like, <laughs> how, do I, how do I not use a curse word? And Preston was like, put up, friend, I've got you. Well, see, this is, this is so interesting because like mm -hmm. being a creative and, and, and yeah. fueling yourself and, and being able to sustain yourself, you mm -hmm. know, be, being a creative, um how how have you jumped into those markets how did those opportunities become available because i'm sure there's that that 16 year old kid chilling right now that everyone's telling him make sure you go to college and make sure right. you, you you have something to fall back on but then oh you talk God. to every single artist that has made it and they say the best thing i ever did for myself was not fall back right. um you know so what kind of advice can you give for that young creative that yeah. is being told by everybody else that this is a pipe dream and that pipe dream is yeah. going to turn into a glass pipe and it's going to kill you. Right. Okay. You I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm ready to like, I got to be, I'm going to be vulnerable and very honest in this because I feel like this, it needs, I don't know. That's what it I feel like, Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I, I don't want anyone ever feel scared of like these routes but i also want you know because it can happen for anyone so first and foremost mm -hmm. shout out to our main man mark lyon mm -hmm. because without him i would not have been blessed with so many opportunities so many open doors like just because he's vouched for me just because he's spoken my name and like that is like that is the authentic compassion and he's just a naturally good human being in that way and it needs to be said, like, there are not enough people like him in this world, like, at all. So just shout out to him right now. Um, Kosan. <laughs> literally, literally. Um, but because of him, my name was spoken in a certain room. And I remember um, just being there with a, with this producer and, like, it, I was listening to Chloe. So, okay, I went to a, a concert in L.A. And while mm -hmm. I was in L.A., I went with Mark to his friend's house, who was, like, this dope-ass producer um and I remember he was like mixing Chloe Bailey song like a Chloe Bailey song mm -hmm. and I think I was whispering to Mark like bro that ain't Chloe Bailey no her voice sounds like this and in my head I'm just like I know what I'm talking about um and so I'm starting to ask this man questions um and like he was just like listen if you're serious about this you know you always have an internship here and so I wanted to say when you have moments like that and here's here's the thing I've had moments like that multiple mm -hmm. times whereas Christian Scott Atunde Ajune Ajua came to Yukon and I got to play in a room with him and um for Tanya Boyd Cannon. Um and this was the first opportunity or not the first but one of the opportunities that I passed up. They said, yo, in 2019, and this is like right when COVID hit too, they mm -hmm. were like, come down and intern with us. Like 
just do it. Like, just come down. And I was like, I talked myself out of it. I was like, no, I got to finish my last year of UConn. And then that all of these different things. And mind you, I'm not using my degree at all right now. <laughs> but, and so that was the first opportunity. And so I say that to say, like, I had this new opportunity come up in the same way. And I was like, I'm not going to pass on it. I'm just not. And so I made sure to one, I, I had to plan. And even when I planned, I failed. So mm -hmm. that was the first thing plan as much as you can. Even if you felt like you planned enough, plan some more and know that that plan might fail and you're going to have to replan. You're going to have to rethink everything and you're going to have to start from scratch. Um, so the first mm -hmm. time I went out there, like I had five grand and I was like, okay, this is going to be easy. I like sent, <laughs> sent a K to, to uh, for the deposit on the, the, um, the space. And then I went out and I finally like moved my stuff out to LA. This is when I got on the plane. I was like, all right, peace fam. I'm not going to see you get there. And the apartment didn't exist. And I lost like $1,500. Wow. So I'm like, yeah. So yeah. I was like there and I called my best friend in Atlanta, shout out to Nady Nukes. Cause I was, I was big crying. I was like, dude, I don't know what to do. Like, I can't, I don't want to Airbnb it. I don't want to whatever. And so that was the first time that I, I fell forward. And then I found housing um and yeah the the other thing that I realized is that like you're going to have to deal with so many different people outside of you and so don't be afraid of that you know so you're going to fail you're going to fall and you're going to deal with a beautiful array of people who are not in control of their emotions all the time and themselves and you have to be careful with that um and I had like you know I had like the Unfortunately, I had a schizophrenic roommate and they didn't disclose that to me. Um, and so I had to leave that space. Um, and so I, I remember just the reason why I'm saying that is because like these are like life events that I just did not expect to happen. I didn't expect certain things to happen to me, but they did. And I had to make sure, you know, to know that I was worthy of these good experiences that are coming my way and that I'm strong enough to create a new plan. Um, and I'm also strong enough to say, okay, I'm gonna need to go home and regroup. <laughs> but, um, you know, so something that I did is I waited it out and I truly was homeless. I was homeless for mm -hmm. a good two months in LA, going, showing up to my internship, showing up, you know, to different studio spaces. I started to make friends that were also connected. Shout out. Oh man. Um, one of my friends, they just did, um, they just did a song on who killed Tyrone. And I remember being in his studio and his home Whoa. studio listening. And like, I'm, I'm like, we are all literally out here just trying to eat right now. Um, mm -hmm. It's fat Ron. And um, I think she goes by eat. And I don't want to say her like personal name. I don't want to make sure I get it. But um, yeah. And he worked with Smino. And so like, it was just like being around people like that. I was like, okay, I don't want to go home yet. And so at this point I'm going to invest in myself. I had my car. Mm -hmm. I will say there is a good safe community out there for like car living in LA. And I made sure that was when I started to plan again. I said, okay, if I don't have housing, I'm going to make sure I can safely do this route. And yeah. then if all else fails. And I remember there was one, there was like a number in my head. I said, if I become in a death in a deficit again of like a thousand dollars where I'm behind on mm -hmm. everything and going home, I was like, there, right. there's no ifs or buts about that. That's it. Um, and so I failed and failed and planned and planned until I couldn't anymore. And then I'm even now just still replanning and being able to right. do certain things. Um, and I want to share that because it's because I feel like I, I didn't realize how much 
I didn't realize people thought I was super successful in so many different right. ways. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't, I don't like, I don't reveal all of that stuff that I've had to go through to, to do certain mm -hmm. things. And I don't think you necessarily need to be that drastic about life. I don't think so at all, but I do want people to know that there's opportunities out there for you. Mm -hmm. And there are so many ways that you can get it. And right now mm -hmm. I didn't, I didn't go to school for engineering. I'm like relearning about trigonometry, simple numbers, mm -hmm. but I'm doing that for free. I have a right. tutor. I literally can go online and get the courses that I need. And because I'm doing it with someone who is an actual engineer, who is a high caliber engineer still in the field. Mm -hmm. And we're literally going through it that way. That's an opportunity that I think people don't right. realize exist, you know? Um, mm -hmm. And just, I, feel, I don't know. I don't know what else to say about that, but I do think that there are opportunities out there. You can't right. be scared. And like, if you think that I, I guarantee you, everyone's success story is like, is something like mine. Like right. there's going to be life that's just going to come at you and it's going to push you and it's mm -hmm. going to make you like question yourself, but you have to know your worth and you have to know your goal and your plan. Those are the two things that you need to know. Yeah. No, definitely. And, and and like, I really, first of all, thank you for your, your honesty there. That was, that was absolutely amazing. And I love every moment, moment of that. And yeah. we're going to dive into that, that much deeper, you know, yeah. over coffee or whatever, uh, <laughs> you know, at, at some point in time, because we're going to hang out, we're going to have a good time. But, you yeah. know, really, really to take into that, we, we talk about it all the time, you know, in, in, in life period, mm -hmm. you have to fail. And to me, you have to fail gloriously. Um, and, you know, uh, and I follow Lance, uh, you know, the, the phenomenal philosopher of all those years, the good, incredible mm -hmm. Launchpad McQuack once said, any landing you can walk away from is a good landing, even a crash landing. Um, and, and that's really the key is, you know, can mm -hmm. I walk away from this moment? Can, can, have I grown because of it? Even in that, that truest of, of heartbreak aspects. You know, yeah. I've been I've been tossed out of offices. I have been told I am, you know, too heavy, too light, too pale, um, not dark enough, too tattooed, too old, too funny. There already is a Jack Black, all of these different things. But I continue to move forward. I continue to grow because I'm learning from it. You know, um, when when uh, when SP got our new guitarist last month, you know, we tell him all the time, you know, it's in those mistakes that we want, we want to hang out. It, it is in that, in that beauty. And you cannot be afraid of that. You know, you have to scrape your knee. You only know how to hit, you know, a 360 flip in uh, on your skateboard. If you're out there right. trying to hit that 350, you know, right. that, you know, that 360 every time you're going right. to break your ankle. You know, it's not as ma matter of as many times as we get knocked down. It's how many times we get back up that exactly. really makes us and, and really carves those instruments, you know, on your soul. And we treat every song like a bonsai tree. It's exactly. never finished. You're just trimming a little bit here. And sometimes you're taking a whole chainsaw to it. Um, yep. You know. Ooh. That's me yeah. every time I produce a song. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that, but that's, that's a huge, that's a huge key. And, and you even mentioned it, you know, being at Mark, Mark Lyon's uh, friend's studio and listening mm -hmm. to an artist, you knew back and forth. Yeah. But he was able to sonically change it to a point where it was not as recognizable. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. You know, that's an art form unto itself, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and this has all now become part of your art. Um, mm -hmm. Because you don't create music, you know, like the averages of, of people. And you don't perform music 
like the averages of people. So yeah. we, we know what your connection aspect is like. We a little bit know what your creative process is like. But now let's talk about because we're gonna be um, you know playing your song at the end of the show. Yeah. Let's talk about that song a little bit. Let's get into yeah. it. You know oh my what you know what is this what what this is your, the first song that you brought to this show to represent who you are. And now I'm gonna treat you like I am Sam Phillips <laughs> and you are Johnny Cash. And I'm gonna say, is this the song that if you were dying on the side of the road, it'd be the last song you ever sent? And why did you bring it to us today? Mm. That's a hard one. I don't know if it'll be the last song I ever sang, mm -hmm. but it would be in my set list. Like I would have a playlist. And I would leave that up there with Stevie Wonder, you know, nice. <laughs> <And Wow>. not, <laughs> but not. And I, I, I need to like make sure I say this that like, for me, I know that there is so much that I am learning as an engineer and as a producer, mm -hmm. but I'm still able to to look at how far I've come. So that's why mm -hmm. I say that I'm like this would be the song that I can say yes, I can hear where I can go um, differently, but also it's just such a fire piece where it is. I love it. I love every single part of it. Like I literally every freaking track I sat with, I mixed myself. I loved mm -hmm. the fact that I created my own delays, my own um, like certain like return chains that I personally like now I'm like, OK, this is Finn standard, Finn standard mm -hmm. template, you know, um, that's the tune. I'm extremely proud of that tune. I love it so much. Um, I don't know. Like, should I like dive into like how? Yeah, I let, let, okay. <laughs> let's, treat, let's treat this like it's you know a famous podcast and we're yeah. gonna let's break it down line for line <laughs> what does this truly mean and what does it mean to you right okay so lyrically i'm gonna start with the lyrics um because the, like after i produced it i sat with um whatever and i was like what do, how do i want to say this what do i want to say it was a love song to myself like mm. i was like it was um like it was like literally, if you, if I were you, it would be me, I would go home with kind of situation where it was just like, literally, I love you. Mm -hmm. you ah, God, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop doing this. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so like, uh, that's how that came out. And it was a needed moment. I was actually not feeling that way fully about myself. And so that's the thing I face my fears. I'm like, I'm not feeling this way. I, like, I'm going to pretend that I am the boyfriend of this relationship. And what would I say to myself right now if I was not fit? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, and so that's how that started. Um, that's how those lyrics like came to be. Um, and it was also aligned with what we were doing, like, in a certain, like, studio week um, at my internship where we were trying to focus on, like, Michael Jackson. And I wanted to make sure I was, like, Dirty Diana meets like the weekend, but like mm. make it my own. And so that it was like that was a small part of like the reason why we, I went that direction too. Mm -hmm. Um, and you hear that in the production. So I used the Oberheim, I used um, I did a little bit of the Juno on there, right. um, like some of the pads and all of that stuff in the back. Mm -hmm. We had the Moog. Um, and so I'm using all of these vintage sounds that you would hear um like within Michael Jackson's work. Um, and I also did the vocal sample. And so originally the vocal sample was a standalone thing I did. I started to create um, a lot of just harmony vocal packs uh, for my boss um, and just for mm -hmm. like myself, just as a learning experience. 
Um, and like, I started to learn how to use it as a sample, how to throw it through an LFO, how to throw it, um, you know, just through certain delays and like how to format, format it so that way, like you're changing the throw and you're changing the way it sounds and the textures. And so I was literally, I created this vocal arrangement and then mm -hmm. I started to use it in different layers within the piece itself. Mm -hmm. um, and my homie had all of these um, industrial sounds that he was working on because he's going into film and cinema. Um, and so I literally sent the vocal stuff to him and he was like, dude, I have this beat already started. And so he sent mm -hmm. me that and then we built even more on it. So then I, I literally was like, dude, right now I have access. <laughs> oh, I think it was um, a TR. Um, it was like this 808 kit that we had in the mm -hmm. studio. I was like, I have access to this dude. I'm going to try to like use some of the stuff on here. Um, and so, yeah, so that's like how that tune came to be. And I loved it because I was proud of how I mixed the strings, especially um, the texture that I was able to get. And it actually, it was from MIDI strings. And the funny thing is my colleague really? was... It, my colleague was um, a strings player and I was like, I should use him right now. But I was like, no, Alec had these mini strings. And I was like, but what I did is I matched as much as I can the MIDI strings to the texture that I kept hearing my, from my colleagues. Mm -hmm. So he's playing strings live and I'm literally tweaking with a delay and with a modulator yeah. to make sure I'm really getting some of those bends to make sure I'm really and getting the I gotta the make sure I say these letters, WNHHLP 103.5 FM, New Haven, myself, Prestige, and my partner in crime, Long Island Rays, Elm City made Finn, the scientist. I hope I didn't lose your train of thought. Please continue. You did not. You're, you did not. That was beautiful, actually. But yeah, so like, I made sure to like literally match all these elements that I was hearing and shout outs to just my boss, like that I have this internship with. Because I think I don't, I didn't push my ear as much as I like did within that studio space. And I'm glad I did because I really started to listen to everything, the attack, even the, the self-produced attacks, the attacks that we like happen, like when I'm playing keys or when someone's mm -hmm. playing strings, like there's a natural sound that happens before the actual like the note is produced, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. Um, and so it was like really trying to be so attuned to those things that as a mixer, as an engineer, that you're allowing that to come to life in that, um, in your piece. And so like, that's just this tune. I'm sorry. I'm going to like talk about no, it. No, like, no, 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 no. First of all, there, there's a whole bunch of audio files right now. Yeah. So super happy that just happened. They're going to, to go back and rewind that over and over Absolutely. and over again. And, no and question. We'll, we'll just say there's a whole bunch of people new whatever right. unlocked. But we ain't gonna right. talk about that right now. <laughs> um, but but what's what's incredible is um, I'll just make the assumption because mm -hmm. from what you're talking about, um, you are, are a fan of Dilla. Then sorry, you're a fan of Dilla. Dilla. Yes, 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 yes. You know yes. because I, did, you know, I thought you said very, Dylan. Not <laughs> yeah, Dylan. The, the the soul flautist. We all love Dylan. Like, of course. <laughs> We, we 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 put butters in our pocket and we love him. Um, it's pesto no, but, in my pocket. No. Oh, there you go. No, but it, it's, you know, and again, how that's the community aspect of it. Dylan, amazing human being, actually started teaching my my uh, youngest drums, and now now you know he's going into uh, high school at co-op. Going to be able to hang out with Paul Bryant Hudson in, for after school, you know, and playing drums in an art school. So that's what oh the community surely is. Right? Wow. See, it's all it's all loving and amazing. And actually, his first gig 
was playing at seven years old. He played djembe with that astronaut. Yeah, see, that's like that. Like that's the beautiful thing about community and to have like all of these pillars just pass on the baton to like mm -hmm. the next generation. Like I'm watching these kids come up, my little cousins, everyone, and they're just so. It's such a beautiful sight. Like this is this is what needs to happen. This is the no. world that needs to happen. You know. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. unfortunately, they are trying to pull that Apollo curtain on us pretty quick. But we've given so much information and so much knowledge. But we, mm -hmm. you haven't told people where to find you, how mm -hmm. to get in touch with you, how to support you as an artist, and how to how to fully love you as a yeah. sonic sibling. So please, the floor is yours. Oh how can people reach out and touch you? Oh my with god! Consent. Honestly, with consent. Yes, with consent. I consent to the following things only. <laughs> Word. But no. Um, one, find me on social media. Right now, I'm just on Instagram. I am choosing to keep my TikTok private because it's been fun. Like, it's just, it's fun not having people know who you are on TikTok. Mm -hmm. But, um, so follow me, finn.thescientist um, on Instagram. You can also find me on Spotify, Apple Music, all the same name, Finn the Scientist. You can also find me on Bandcamp under Art of Huckleberry. That's a little weird, but go on there. We're still up there. Um, and also my cash apps, and PayPal and all those handles, if you want to support me, is Finn W. Henry, F-I-N-N-W-H-E-N-R-Y. Um, that's if you choose to. Literally, do not. Like, this is just the moment to, like, say if you want. <laughs> um, and I say do. I say do. In, in fact, I say do or do not. There is no try. And you do that. And you support this you incredible artist. You Thank know, you. I'll let you be humble. And I'll say, if you don't pay up, I'm going to send prestige to your house. You're the same. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Thank you. Um, but yeah, because I, to me right now, I'm building my own home studio. Mm -hmm. I have, you know, just certain certain pieces that I still want to get. I want to uh, get an interface. I broke mine, so we're we're in with that one. I know. As a producer right now, my heart is hurting. It's okay. <laughs> Um, but like that's where that's going to and that allows me to play live that allows me to perform live if I have an interface mm -hmm. or a mixer mixer I can bring all of my things um, so like that's where that money goes so that's why I'm like putting a call um, but yeah and also it's going to be supporting new projects right now I'm working with my bandmates um, they're not mine they're freelancing beautiful humans they just happen to be my best friends and the people that I always work with in music <laughs> um, but we are in the studio doing stuff too. And so whatever you're sending us, what whatever you're doing to support us, even if it's sharing our post, if it's sharing my videos on social media, that is support. That is 100% beautiful to me to just see people being able to like spread my voice around and spread the message around. That helps me as an artist, as a creative. Um, so yeah, um, please go check out um, Snippet 2. It's on Apple Music, it's on Spotify. This is the biggest thing that y'all can do, to be honest. Put it on your playlist. Play it in the shower. Play it on silent. I don't give a sh I don't give a crap if you you know don't, <laughs> you don't listen to it at a hundred percent volume. Put it on two percent volume and just play it. Let it rock. It helps me get visibility as an artist. It helps me get clients. It helps me just gain. I don't know a better life, a financially sustainable life as an artist in so many ways. So. 
That's it. That's my spiel. And, and also, I will also say this. Yeah. If you're there and you're hanging out with your friend and your friend is playing that thing, take your phone and Shazam it. Because that yeah, also that's... registers for us yeah. artists. You know, it is the coolest moment in the world when I open my Apple Music and I'm like, oh, someone in Boston just Shazammed that is the coolest ah. moment of my life and please do that so we can have those moments you know i i share them on on social media i i you know when we talk about how we're going to move forward with your social media we'll, we'll talk about all those different things we're going to work together now uh it's just the way that it is um it's it's mark lyon and do endorsed so it's fine right. but it, it has been an honor and a privilege thank you so much for being on the show and i look forward to building with you in the future but right now, the time is what? Oh, this is so amazing. Thank you, Ease. Thank you. Thank you, Preston. It was such a pleasure to like meet you and your smooth voice and all of your like beautiful interruptions. No, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking, Ron. You're no, like your friend. Your friend at this point. <laughs> I love you. Oh man, yes. Oh, I love Good. it. We appreciate you on WNHHLP 103.5 FM New Haven. Myself, Prestige, and my partner in crime, Long Island Rays, Elm City May, EZ Blues. This has been Behind the Brand. Appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Nothing that is in the room You ain't even gotta say this shit.